This is a Burn FM podcast. Hello and welcome to the Funny Old Game podcast. Today we're looking at Euro 2021, the tournament which was of course cancelled from last year, and we'll be making our predictions of the 23-man England squad and the eventual winners. As always, I'm joined by Jack. Hello everyone. And Matt. Hi. So I think the best way to go through it is we've all decided it's going to be a 4-2-3-1 formation and go through it position by position, saying the starter and then the backups. Cool? Yep. Wonderful. Okay, let's start with the goalkeeper. Jack, begin. My starting goalkeeper is Nick Pope, Burnley's number one, who's had a solid season, and I think he should be England number one this summer. I've also gone with Nick Pope. I think he's pretty unanimously seen as one of the better goalkeepers England have, and I think he should definitely be the starter for the Euros. Yeah, I've gone with the same. I've gone with Nick Pope, uh, and I've gone with my backups are Dean Henderson and Jordan Pickford. Is that agreed with or I agree with you Robbie but I know Jack feels differently no I've gone for someone different I've also gone for Dean Henderson who was had a solid few weeks as Man United number one but then I've gone for Sam Johnston who I think has had a decent season for West Brom he's a good shot stopper and instead of Jordan Pickford who is a calamity waiting to happen I mean I, I agree with you he's not a good goalkeeper but I just had to put him in because he's He's going to be in. He's going to start. Southgate will start him, but... He is Southgate's favourite child. I don't really know why. It's never really been proven. Southgate's reasoning is he's never messed up for England, but he's done it enough times for Everton. That it will happen. Well, I think that's... We've pretty much gone with the same there. Right-backs... Well, it's been... uh, I've gone Trent Trent Alexander-Arnold as my starting right-back. Thoughts? Uh, I agree. I spent ages trying to think through this, because... There's you know, so many options. There is a lot. A lot of options at Southgate always finds. But I did go with Trent just because, you know, he's assist machine from right back. And I felt like he was more progressive and more attacking minded than uh, Kyle Walker, Aaron Van der Sacker. I went with um, Trent Alexander-Arnold's my backup right back. Okay. My uh, first choice right back is a name you just mentioned, Kyle Walker. I think he's had solid season with Manchester City. He's not always got in because of the form of Cancelo. But with the pace he has and the experience he has, I think he'd be a solid choice in that position. Yeah, I, w- I went with him as my backup. So have I. So none of us have picked Wambasaka. I did. I really thought about it because he is in he is in good form. But yeah, but I, with um, Southgate's likelihood to play wing backs, he's just I don't think he's suited to that mm, role. He's just a good defender, not a good attacker. Yeah. So he's sort of suffering from that. Yeah, a few other names we could have mentioned: Reese James, Trippier, yeah. Who's, who is in the England squad but um, Matty Cash Matty Cash yeah <laughs> I, mean, I did think about it but um, with the competition for that position Walker and Trent I think are the, are the two, two options especially after Cash's tackle on Harry Kane <laughs> oh yeah just, uh, <laughs> he, few can't, days ago. he can't play for England now <laughs> no not after that alright centre backs Matt I struggled with this one as well I went with Maguire and John Stones I did the same I've also gone with John Stones and Harry Maguire. Oh, Why wow. have you gone for them too, Matt? Um, Maguire, because I think he's kind of undroppable for England, really. Even though he does make mistakes, but I feel like he is probably the strongest centre-back we have right now. With Stones, I went with him because he is in good form, but I was kind of umming and ahhing whether it was more Ruben Diaz helping to 
cause this form. But at the end of the day, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt and let him, you know, have a have a go as our starting centre back. Yeah, similar reasoning for me. Stones has had an outstanding season. I think uh, he deserves his um, recall to the squad. And Maguire, yeah, played for England for a long time. Solid defender. I think them two will do well. Yeah, I agree. I think just Stones is such a good ball player and like good at, good with his feet that I just I couldn't really look past him. But Mings and Keane were my other two. I think I find it hard to look past those four as a starting four centre backs. I, I know there's some other names. Anyone got anything else? I went with Konza and Keane. Because, in my personal opinion, Konza is a more poised defender than Torren Mings. Mings tends to lose his head, he tends to be overly aggressive, and I feel like that could definitely cost us. I mean, looking at Mings has like four yellow cards and one red card, Konza right. has one yellow card all season. And I just want to give him that, yeah. Wow, that's big. Well, I've gone for Konza and Mings as the two backup centre halves. I think both playing together for Aston Villa this season have been phenomenal. Konza is a class act. I can't believe he's not in the squad already. But I think them two, knowing each other, um, playing well together, I, I've gone for them two as the backup centre-backs. I did say Villa have struggled to keep a clean sheet recently, though, so I was definitely questioning having both of them in the squad. And that's Possibly, why I but for Keane. Up, up to recently, um, they, only Manchester City had more clean sheets than Villa. So uh, hopefully they'll have a strong end to the season. And... Michael Keane was another name that I did consider because he's been really good for Everton, but I went with the two that I like. No bias. No, no, of course not. You know, I I think you could accuse him of bias, but there's some there's some actual yeah. sound reasoning yeah. there. Yeah. Like, I just Keane a bit more experience maybe. Cons mm. is a very good defender. I think. Yeah, I think Cons will make his England debut soon, but mm. maybe after yeah. the next tournament. Yeah. Okay, left backs. Uh, I'll start. I I couldn't really think of that many. But I went with Chilwell to start and Target as the backup. Ooh, okay. What are our thoughts here? Not Luke Shaw. Oh, I forgot Luke Shaw existed. Not Luke Shaw? I forgot Luke Shaw existed. I'm going to change that. <laughs> um, I still think Chilwell starts, but Luke Shaw is my backup. Sorry, my Target. <laughs> that's, that's fine. I've gone for Luke Shaw as well. Solid season for Man United. I've not really named a backup left back in my squad. I've named... There's a midfielder that might come later that can fill in at left-back. Who I'll say him now. It's Bakayo Saka. Yeah. He's yeah. played uh, left-wing-back for Arsenal in England before. and I'm not sure if he could do it in a back four, but maybe one of the right-backs, Trent or Kyle, could come over to that side if we need another left-back. So Luke Shaw and Bakayo Saka, I'm going to say them two as my left-backs. I went with uh, Chilwell as backup. because He's, he's a solid left-back, but he is kind of struggling for appearances at Chelsea with... Um, Marcus Alonso yeah, has come yeah. back in the team Oxalonso recently so I nearly put Chilwell in but I just wanted a few extra attackers to give us some yeah. more options that's fair okay centre mids I can't believe I forgot about Luke Shaw as well that's not great centre mids so there's two of them yeah. Jack do you want to go? yeah the two starting centre midfielders for me are Jordan Henderson and Mason Mount uh, Henderson solid presence for England I think he'd be quite a short pick I'm sure you two have gone for him as well and Mason Mount maybe a controversial one Nearly went for someone else, but um, I think he's got that bit of creativity about him. But he also has the ability to sort of sit deep alongside the uh, deeper line midfielders. So I thought they were the two I went for. Okay, Matt. I went with uh, Henderson again, but I went with Declan Rice. So did I. Mostly because I wanted a more defensive-minded midfield because I really do not rate our central defence at all. I don't think we're right. that strong in that area. But so I wanted to shore that up a bit but do you think we need both Henderson and Rice maybe against the top 
better sides, but do you think we need both of them against against weaker sides? Do you rate Declan Rice? I do rate Declan Rice. I I think he is a solid player, but I also have a I've got Ward Prowse on the bench who I think for think could come into the team if we need that extra yeah, attacking got, depth. The two names you mentioned, I've got Rice and Ward Prowse as my backup sentiments. I nearly put Ward Prowse in for Mount for the set pieces, but Mount just tipped it for me. Right, I've I've gone controversial here. I've got Mason Mount on my team later. We'll come to that, but I've gone with a different centre midfielder who hasn't been mentioned. I I didn't choose James Ward Prowse. I chose Jude Bellingham. And the reason I chose that, defend myself, I think he's a dynamic ball mover. He's something different to Henderson and Rice. He's something else. And also, he's 17. It's an investment for the future. Because realistically, that third midfielder is probably not going to get many games considering your centre attacking midfielder can also drop back into the two. So you kind of sometimes have a spare player in some areas. I think an extra centre midfielder would be good. He probably won't play that much. So I think an investment for the future, Jude Bellingham. I think he's also a decent player as well. So is he in your starting eleven? Not in my starting eleven. Henderson and Rice starting. Okay. And then him kind of on the bench because I've got a couple of attacking midfielders who can also play in centre midfield. Right. Okay. That's my that's my thoughts on that. I did think about Jude Bellingham, but I feel like he's quite unproven right now. Mm. Even though you know he's playing Champions League games, but it's really his first season of his level, mm. and I didn't want to throw him into this just yeah. yet. That's fair. Even it, though he's ex Birmingham, I thought. I, I did consider him, but I think maybe, like I said, for cons, uh, maybe for future tournaments, mm. definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a risk. I just thought, I don't know, I, I like James Ward-Prowse, but I think when you're looking at centre midfielders, he's kind of the same as Henderson and Rice. And I just think Bellingham's slightly different. Okay, um, we'll go from right to left. So, right midfielder, Jack? Uh, my starting right midfielder is Raheem Sterling. Um Maybe he's on the left in some teams, but solid season for Man City. Probably got the most England appearances out of anyone who's going to get in this squad. Um, yeah, I think he'll start for sure. And my backup right midfielder is Jaden Sancho, also from Borussia Dortmund. He is quite um, well. He's been in the England team a lot now. He's experienced at that level for a couple of years. So yeah, I think those two will do well. Matt. I uh, the inverse of that. I've got Sancho starting and then Sterling off the bench. Right. Oh, I see. I've got I've got Sancho starting on the right, uh, but my other right midfielders are picked are Saka and Foden, just because both of them can play in different positions. So Saka can play right, left, or left back, weirdly, and Foden can kind of play any of the front three. Yeah. Um. So that's why I picked him there, so he can basically go across. And I also think he's just a quality player, and Sancho as well, like as a in terms of dribbling and pace I think Sancho and my uh, my left winger Sterling um, that's pretty good that's pretty good Sancho and Sterling on wings that's doesn't get much are you are you starting Sterling on the left I am so you're going with your three behind the striker is Sterling Sancho and Foden no no it's not we'll get we'll, oh we'll okay, get. Sorry, okay, okay. My, my, sorry okay okay centre attacking midfielder my centre attacking midfielder starting is Phil Foden like you said he's a class act He's got a bit of magic about him. I think he'd be great in that free role just behind the striker. And my backup is James Madison from Leicester. I think he's out injured at the moment, but um, quality player. He's uh, had a had a really good season with Leicester. Can offer something a bit different. Um, good on the free kicks as well. So, yeah, Foden to start, Madison as backup. Okay, see, I've gone with Grealish at my number, my number 10. Um, for obvious reasons he's quality and my backup I've gone Mason Mount 
So I don't think Madison doesn't make the side for me. I really rate Madison, but we've got a lot of the same kind of player. Um, Grealish and Mount have had way better seasons. Than Madison just because of injury, it's kind of unfortunate. As a backup, then you've got Foden, so that's that's my decision. I've kind of I've got Madison to start at like the okay. ten spot, <laughs> okay. but then I have Foden and Mount because Foden can play anywhere across the three. So okay. I see him more as just a very versatile player for all of that. Yeah, and you know he can start some games if he needs to. And uh, then Mount more as kind of Mount might struggle to get in the team, depending because we just have so much attacking talent. But yeah, I went with Mount. I feel like Madison's a perfect ten. Honestly, I feel like he he really would fit the the bill there. He also has the most through balls per game in the entire league this year. That's a good stat. That's there, a very man. good stat. Good stat. <laughs> okay, uh, so I've already said my left winger. So I'm going with Sterling starting and Rashford as a backup, just because he can also play. Striker, I think he's pretty versatile, but for me, Sterling is just about clear as a winger. Um, so yeah, I think so. My my front three is Sterling, Grealish, and Sancho. I think that's a good midfield three. My start in left midfielder is Jack Grealish. No surprises <laughs> there. I think he's best playing off the left. He um, he kind of kind of goes where he wants anyway. But when he does play in the middle, he kind of drifts over to that left side anyway. Cutting inside on his right, dribbling past people. I think that's his strongest position for me. Anyone who doesn't have him in their starting lineup needs to have a, have another think about their starting lineup. Uh, back up, I've gone for uh, Marcus Rashford again. Um, top player, um, top guy as well. We've uh, he did feel, feed the children. He did feed the he's children. Bloke, we yeah. we like him. OBE, so, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got the uh, <laughs> he's got OBE. Hopefully, he'll have a bit more silverware in his cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a few few months time so um, yeah Marcus Rashford and Jack Grealish to start I went with uh, Grealish on the left as well because it is when he's cutting inside off that left that he's getting you know, fouled he's getting you know into the good areas and he is probably the best player England have right now in my opinion big time big claim yeah he's the best player in the Premier League or behind De Bruyne actually but yeah Grealish and then Rashford as well as a backup okay. right let's talk about other names in that position Harvey Barnes Anyone? Injured. injured. I, I, I'd consider him, but I just thought yeah. there's mm. so many names around this spot. Just if he's injured, no way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Calvin Phillips. No one went for him in midfield either, did they? No. I think it's just the same as Henderson and Rice. It's just kind of slow ball movers. Phillips yeah. offers that like extra kind of playmaking from a deep position. But if we're mm. playing with so many players up front, it makes yeah. sense to be doing that. Especially with Grealish's playmaking as well. That's, yeah, that's why I put so. Grealish at. at no, number 10 yeah. for me it's just because even if he is moving to the left that that creates a, a overload on the left side mm. and then even if he gets caught in possession you've got Henderson and Rice to clean up Yeah, and also I think we're under, underestimating how good Henderson is at moving the ball like that playmaking is what's been really important to Liverpool last year and what they're missing this year is him and Fabinho midfield so with kind of Henderson and Rice Rice is nowhere near as good as Fabinho I'm not saying that but that kind of combination I think is, is really could work thoughts yeah I could see that working definitely possibly I just Henderson Ward-Prowse Rice Mount I think that for me that's enough to cover think those deep line positions yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it, it gives us more options attacking and with the options we've got at the moment with some of these young attacking players coming through I think that's where we want to try and focus our efforts maybe I've got Southgate tactics on my mind maybe <laughs> we, we know what it will be so Right, strikers. We all name two strikers. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're all the same. I'm not sure. I think they will be. It's, they might. Well, okay. I've gone with Kane and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I've gone for Kane and Dominic Calvert-Lewin as well. I've gone for Kane. 
And Calvert-Lewin. Um, <laughs> okay. Bamford so, was there till the very end. I mean, Bamford's something different. That's he is something thing. different, to be fair, because Kane kind of... Dominic Calvert-Lewin offers very much what Kane offers, but mm. kind of not as great. Yeah. So Bamford is only something different, but I feel like oh, it depends how we would actually do in this kind of environment, I'm not sure. Mm. Also, I think if we've all got Rashford in our teams, yeah. he can kind of offer that pace up front. If that, required, yeah. Exactly, yeah. I mean, who else is... Uh, Tammy Abraham? He has actually been in like the last six squads or something <laughs> like that before, even when he wasn't playing that great for Chelsea, yeah. but he's not even getting on the bench at the moment no, for them. Yeah. It's, um, maybe he'll... If he makes a move in the summer, somewhere else, plays a bit more often, maybe then. But yeah. Calvert-Lewin's had such a good season. And yeah. He can offer that target man presence if we need it. Anyone else? Uh, Eddie and Katia? Mm. No, <laughs> no, sure no, no, not, not, quite. Up front. not quite. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the man who's actually in the Indian squad, <laughs> uh, Ollie Watkins. Oh, Does yeah. he get a shout? No. I, I mean, don't think Ollie Watkins he's gets a very good player, though. Runs the channels well. Mm. Nice finisher. Pressing, but... Um, with a restricted squad, I, yeah. not, I think he just yeah. doesn't make it. It's hard to look past Kane and Calvert-Lewin. What, what about Danny Ings? Danny Ings, same yeah. with Jamie Vardy, just kind of both experienced goal scorers. But it's, Danny Ings has been quite injury prone this yeah. season as well. I've heard Manchester City are looking at signing him yeah, next that. season as well. So. Man City, Dan, Danny Ings, yeah, 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 that's a they want to replace Aguero. Yeah. Then. That's a culture shock. I'm not sure that's going to happen though. I'm, I'm skeptical. He was about excellent that. on my. Okay, so I think overall we've gone with some pretty decent squads. I mean, the thing that's come across just from researching this is I've, I mean, obviously I've thought about it, but we're pretty stacked. It's a pretty stacked England team. Yeah. But I'm not convinced that it's going to go that far because I think it's it's the kind of same old problem with England of good players in the same position. How do you make that work? I feel like we're a lot more varied now, though. I feel like, especially attacking-wise, we cover every mm. position in very good depth. It's just my big concern is for defence. Yeah, I think... I can't remember an England side in recent times that has had the exciting attacking potentials as we've got now. I mean, Foden and Grealish, the magic that them two could come up with between them. Mm. Really exciting with Harry Kane up front as well. So maybe attack is the way forward. Attack is the best form of defence for this team trying to outscore teams, yeah. trying to outplay teams. They look like they're going to be a good side to watch, so I guess we'll see in a minute where we think they yeah. will finish. We hope they'll be a good side to before, watch. Before we get to that, I'm just going to remind you both that it's the hope that kills. <laughs> and this is this is the time where England get knocked out of the group stages by whoever we're playing. Iceland. We're going to exactly. end up losing to no- Erling Haaland hat-trick to oh, what fix up the Euros. Honestly. I mean, yeah. now I say it. <laughs> it's going to happen, and that, that's exactly what England always offer. But I agree, this is probably the best squad we've had in my lifetime, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to our winners. In fourth place, who have we got? I went with Belgium. Belgium. Fourth place, I've gone for Germany. And I've also gone with Germany. I think there's a three really, well, two really strong squads. Germany are pretty stacked, but they're not as good as a couple of years ago when they mm. were. Yeah, I think... Ago. They had a poor World Cup, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. But they, they'll want to bounce back from that. And um, it's really hard to pick between these top four sides, yeah, really. So, yeah. But I just think Germany, they haven't really progressed since they won the World Cup. They, they're kind of, their players are quite old. I just think Boateng is mm. kind of still competing and he's like 36. Yeah. Um, and though they've got some young players coming through, like Sané, for example, even though he's been around for a while, he's still yeah. pretty young. 
I think there's better teams out there right now. And mm. also their managers, uh, Joachim Lowe, has said he's yeah, leaving yeah. already, which is slightly strange. It's not great for them. Because, I mean, no. to be fair, he's not been great the last couple of years. That's why they've been, like, yeah. desperately wanting him to go for a while. It feels like it might be their last chance to yeah. win something for a while, mm. if they're going to do it. Will Gundogan's form carry them Maybe. through? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the guy has scored more goals in all competitions than any other player in England. Since, since January, such, such a series season. Yeah, it's even. crazy. Yeah, I don't think any of us put him as player of the year. For, <laughs> for our He's getting there now. Why did you put Belgium in fourth, Matt? Uh, I feel like as a unit they're very good, and they mm. have Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. I feel like for the last couple of years they've been building together quite a good team, and Lukaku's in good form. So I just think that that will carry on at least a fourth. Mm. Then Do- then Donker in defence as well. Ooh, not <laughs> Well, I know we said that uh, this is Germany's last chance to win anything. I really think this is kind of getting close to Belgium's last chance to win anything. Yeah. The golden generation is yeah. coming. You know, the Hazards, De Bruyne. Yeah. Well, but that's why I put them at third. Third, Belgium for me, I just agree. I mean, Hazard just not playing at all. Lukaku's yeah. amazing. De Bruyne's amazing. But I'm not sure they'll get further than this. Who knows? Maybe they'll prove me wrong. Matt and back Jack. I'm not sure whether my choice is rogue or not, but I went with Portugal third. Ooh. Okay. I think Portugal are looking pretty sad. <laughs> because they're yeah. all Wolves players. <laughs> no, 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 no. But they're looking good. They're looking good. Ronaldo's last. Yeah, Euros? exactly. His last year. Maybe. Yeah. Last Euros, yeah. I mean, they won the last one, didn't they? Yeah. So, third place, I went with France. Yeah. Um, another top side, lots of options, lots of top midfielders, players. Will Lacazette get in the team? Who knows? <laughs> I, I, the manager hates him for some reason. I think Giroud will play when he, he loves. Uh, he always does. He does yeah. love Giroud. Giroud. Always plays well for France. But yeah, I think France for third for me. Okay, second place. I've actually gone France. I just I was looking into this this morning on the train, and the amount of the stacked squad France have. Yeah. I was just looking and like the amount of amazing players they have that don't even come close. It's really very impressive. Um, and I, I think they'll get to second. I agreed with you. You agree with second me? Second place for France. I'm seeing where our first is going to go. Well, I'm feeling, I know where I, my first is. Well, my second place is England. No. Because, as Robbie said, it's the hope that killed you. <laughs> because with this attacking talent, surely they can do it. Surely this is going to be the year. We'll get to the final. We'll play the team that I'll mention in a minute that I think we'll win it. And... Um, lose as usual and the whole of the nation will be devastated on penalties oh yeah definitely <laughs> Robbie's not going to like what I'm going about to say in a minute <laughs> okay I'll well, go on then Matt say it England to win England to win it um, I mean I would love that that would be amazing but I just I just can't see it happening I mean you've, you even said you have plans yeah. about their defence where's this coming from I just think it's more hope than it's anything I feel like it's coming home it's got to be surely the squad is so much better than the World Cup true and I just think that it's got to be the one it's just got to happen soon well I, I actually think there's like a lot of these players we picked are very young mm. I think actually you know they've got a good couple years and the players coming through as well we've mentioned Foden Saka Mount Bellingham yeah like there's a really good generation coming through there so I'm not sure they'll do it this time but I think yeah, there's potential. There's yeah. potential. I don't want to go overstate it too much just because that's how I am, but there's potential they could win something. So who's your winner, Robbie? I've gone Portugal. Ooh. And I was I was looking this is another one I was looking at. And Portugal, yeah. the attack is unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Like Ronaldo, Fernandez, Jota, Bernardo Silva, Jao Felix as an attacking force is unbelievable. And then Cancelo and 
Diaz at the back like and Patricio in goal yeah. if he's I think he's fine actually is he fine yeah. okay yeah so I just think and they also won it last time Ronaldo's goated he's going to carry them through I'm not, I'm not sure Ronaldo is quite the same level as he was though. yeah but I think this year he's got more support like yeah. last, the time they won it before it was just like charisma just dribbling down the wing and then he kind of crossed it to Ronaldo and then Ronaldo somehow got injured and they still won but I think Jao Felix Fernandez, Fernandez and Ronaldo that's an unbelievable combination I knew you were going to I knew you were going to accuse me of being biased <laughs> if I put them as a okay. I almost put them in the final if you look oh, and Ruben oh, I think and Portugal Ruben I was swapping between them. Ruben Neves who did make his Champions League debut at 17 he did make his Champions League he's, debut yeah, at 17 beast, beast. and he's better than Thomas Partey <laughs> better at shooting at least yeah. okay Jack are you rethinking your first choice there was some doubt in your mind <laughs> I, I didn't really give Portugal that much thought but now you can let some of players maybe okay. no, I'll stick with what I put I'm go- I've gone with ding dong ring the bell jump <laughs> awful oh, like, that's tenable level <laughs> it's um, yeah like we said it's probably one of their last chances to win a tournament with the squad they've got Kevin mm. De Bruyne if he has a great tournament can we look past him and I genuinely think after England have played them so often and lost so often they'll go ahead and beat England in the final now I kind of want to say Portugal (laughs) I think I made a good case for Portugal but also the one thing I would say about Portugal is they have Diaz Cancelo Cancelo is not even that good a defender he's like a basically he spends half the games in midfield for Manchester City Pep loves the football manager inverted wing back but like the other defenders I think it's Pepe yeah. still playing he was great against Juventus he did play well but I think he only plays well when it's a brawl if there's anything over the top of him I think he's vulnerable mm. and Diaz can't right. really lead a defence on his own so similar problems to England then really similar problems to England apart from I'd say their attack is maybe attack is a maybe even better that, yeah. that's my reasoning it's, it's more proven mm. do you think Eder will score the winning <laughs> goal in the final is he even still I literally what happened oh, I don't know didn't he used to play for Swansea he did yeah he did back, back at the time when they had like Michu and Bafatimbi Gomez and players <laughs> like that up front in like five years time that's going to be a great trivia question I was quite keen on my England-France final though so I was that would I be good it, be it would good. be good it almost happened but I mean it's yeah. got to like for this summer that would make this England so if it happens if England end up hosting it oh completely what do you think of the odds of that happening probably not likely I don't know, I think it could, you know. With the third wave as well. If they're wanting to keep it in one country, England mostly vaccinated. Yeah. Maybe We're getting political here. Depends on yeah, the vaccine Yeah, let's not make blockades. this a COVID podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think we've done that pretty amicably, you know. I there was nothing overly controversial in there, was there? <laughs> There's no William Jose as the top scorer <laughs> of the Euros or... Yeah, I, I mean, don't I don't think he could be based on <laughs> <for> Brazil. <laughs> okay, so that's pretty good. I think we're all... I mean, I'm not so hopeful, but you guys are quite hopeful of a good summer. Yeah. That's good. Well, Very I think hopeful. we should leave it there on that matter of hope. And everyone can laugh at us in three months when we're all completely wrong. <laughs> when Southgate's sacked and his waistcoat's being... When Eric oh. Dyer's given the ball away to, <laughs> for us to lose it in the group stages. Oh, what a loss if Southgate gets sacked. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, thank you very much for listening we'll speak to you next time goodbye 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 from me